Hey everyone, my name is Dr. Dolores Tarver and I'm a licensed psychologist in Columbus, Georgia and it is time for the TT Time with Dr. Tarver is a wellness-based podcast. It is not intended to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health provider. So we are in these January episodes and we are focusing on Be You Not, be you not Discouraged in this series. And I wanted to talk today about being distracted because I get a lot of questions about how to manage distraction. So if you are the type of person that has a lot of great ideas that rarely come to fruition, maybe because you're feeling scattered or overwhelmed, you feel like you know a lot of things, but you don't master anything, then this is the episode for you entitled Free Your Mind from Distractions and the rest will follow. So I've been trying in this series to give people a variety of things to meditate on. I know that some people like scripture, some people like words of meditation, um, some people like guided imagery, some people like tones. So your scripture for today is Philippians 4 and 8. Uh, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, Think about these things. Your word of encouragement is even in the midst of the storm. I will remain focused on my goals. If you're a person that enjoys guided meditation, focus on ones that reduce haze and confusion. And you also want to look at tones or listen to tones that promote attention and memory. So let's get into it. What are some examples of distraction? I'm sure that you probably can list a lot yourself. They tend to center around our phone and social media, our streaming services, our TV, our email. Those tend to be at the top of the list because they are things that we can get easily over-involved with. A lot of people start off their day checking their email. They check their email throughout the day and then they find they don't get anything done because they're trying to return these 800,000 emails they have or you're on your phone, you're texting people, or you're calling people, or you're allowing people to call and text you when you're in the midst of stuff because you prioritize them over you. And so even though there's something that you're working on, you answer that phone or respond to a message right away and then it distracts you from what you're doing. We know that we can binge watch episodes and so a lot of us are binging things. Typically when we're procrastinating, that is a big one. We're having difficulty maybe starting a task and so we're finding other things to do and sometimes they can be things that could be productive like, oh hey, I finally put that load of clothes up after I watched them two weeks ago. But I know that it's really just keeping me from doing a task that may feel Um, overwhelming to me or may feel boring to me and so I don't want to do it. Um, Overthinking can absolutely be a distraction. My mom used to say you think long you think wrong. Um, I've said that to you all before but when we have those constant thoughts and we go down that deep dive into the rabbit hole that can stop us from being productive because it can feed in with perfectionism or it can feed in with our negative self-talk which can lead to us not wanting to finish things or start things because we're worried about being able to be successful at them. We got into that a little bit in our last episode. Could also be the company that you keep. Sometimes we're around people that are very chaotic. They cause a lot of confusion. They cause a lot of doubt and questioning, maybe because they're negative or critical, or maybe because they don't feel like they can do things. And so they're influencing you in the same ways. Um, Or it may be 
that you're with people who you give all these great ideas to, they take them and bring them to fruition and you don't, right? And so now you're engaging in that comparison behavior, which can absolutely be a distraction. Sometimes we're burned out, we're overworking, and so we're in situations where we don't have enough mental reserve to be left for us to complete the things that we want to do. We can definitely um, have stress or mental health conditions, depression and anxiety can absolutely be some of those things that can interfere with our ability to stay on task and complete a task or our environment. Sometimes they're too noisy, again, they're chaotic, maybe they're messy. When we're often distracted, it's because we have things in our environment that we're hyper, maybe hyper-focusing on or focusing our time and attention on that's distracting us from what we really need to be getting into. And one of the things that I think sometimes we don't really consider as a distractor is that we underestimate or overestimate our ability to get things done. So sometimes we think, okay, I can do this really quickly. And so we'll start something and then we find ourselves bleeding into time that we had carved out for another task because we didn't actually allow ourselves enough time to complete it. Or we overestimate our time. And so we're thinking like, oh, okay, hey, I can um, get these things done um, and it's going to take me four hours when really it takes me two. And then I feel like, oh, okay, well, now I've got two extra hours because I allotted four. So I'm going to get involved in either that socializing or on social media or the phones or, um, you know, texting that deep dive into things that can be very distracting for us. I know some of you TikTok videos have taken over in terms of being distracted for people. So, okay, Tarver, what do we do with all of this? I think that it's very important for you to implement structure in your day. Structure is one of the things that can really help decrease those distractions. I am a timer kind of woman. So I will set a timer that allows me either to reduce the amount of time I'm on something. So if I find that I'm spending too much time on my phone, social media, watching shows, movies, then I'll set a timer. Once that timer goes off, then I have to switch to another task. The other thing that I've realized about myself is I cannot reward myself with something I really enjoy and then feel like I'm going to be able to get back to something that I find mundane or boring and that I'm having a hard time starting. So I actually will reward myself once I've completed all my tasks for the day instead of trying to reward myself with something I really enjoy after I complete a task. Now we do know that it is important for us to reward ourselves and have some moments of celebration when we complete things. But we wanna be mindful of not using things that could be distracting for us and send us right back into that same cycle. So as you're carving out your time, make sure that you are um, being intentional about what you're spending that time on. So for example, I might wanna replace being on social media, um, binge watching shows with listening to podcasts or time that I spend writing, um, time in training, brainstorming, or creating content. So this allows me to be able to nurture my creativity and may give me a break from things that I might find daunting, but it's still nurturing that intellectual wellness, which is so really important. And we only want to designate time for things like email, maybe once at max twice a day instead of doing it throughout the day. So what ends up happening for a lot of people is because they have so many emails, it can literally take them hours to get through all of those emails. So it's necessary that we prioritize which of these emails actually need responding to um, and 
what of these things can I possibly delegate to other people? So I'm not spending all day either returning emails or returning phone calls. I designate a time. And yes, for those of you that have that high number of emails and phone calls, you likely are not going to get through all of them um, in that day. And I know that can be difficult for people when they feel like they have things that are left undone. But that leads to burnout when you're not cutting yourself off. You need to have an end time. What is going to be the time where I stop doing this so I ensure that I'm able to be focused on the things that I need to take care of? Because I know you have other things in your day to do other than emails and phone calls. I like instead of starting the day responding to texts or emails or calls to start the day with meditation and focus on your goals that you have for the day. It's important that you're realistic about those goals, right? We talked about overestimating and underestimating our time. Typically, we can get one to three things done in a day, particularly if they are things that require multiple levels to complete them, right? So you want to be really accurate in terms of, okay, let me prioritize what is a need to get done today and what is I'd like to get it done. But if I don't get it done today, I can get it done a different day this week or even next week. So when you prioritize and you actually allow yourself to be able to focus on tasks that you truly can complete, then you don't have the same types of issues with getting bogged down with something. It's also really helpful to use apps that can help you refocus. So some apps will say, hey, are you still working? You know how your TV will say, are you still watching after you've been looking at it for so long? The same thing is true for some of these apps that can allow you to be able to refocus. Sometimes a noise, a buzz will alert us like, oh, I was daydreaming because that's one of the other ways that we can get distracted. So we get in our heads, right? We start thinking about all kinds of stuff. So now I'm thinking about my grocery shopping for the weekend and I'm already just at Monday. <laughs> um, so it's important for us to be able to make sure that we have some things to help eliminate distractions in our environment. So you want to have a clean space, but you want to go ahead and get that space as clean as is feasible for you, right? So it doesn't have to be an immaculate space. It may be that you just clear off your desk. Now, those things may go into a file cabinet or on the side of the desk, but hey, I can work better when my desk is clear. So I'll clear this space, but I won't focus on trying to clean the whole room because that's when I get bogged down and get sidetracked in terms of what I'm trying to complete. Our attention spans are probably about eight seconds long. So it's important that we take breaks. Um, and we want to make sure when we're taking breaks, we're doing things like stretching and hydrating as opposed to, again, watching something because that's what's going to allow us to rejuvenate. And make sure you're eating as well. And what you're eating is important. So you want to take in things that are going to allow you to have energy and not give you a sugar crash and drain you. So uh, those healthy snacks like fruits and vegetables are a good option and so is water. We want to make sure that we're also, um, when we're having difficulty getting going, as I mentioned before with the timer, you can set it for 10 to, to 30 minutes. A lot of times people are like, oh, well, what would 10 minutes do? Well, the thing about it is if I set a timer for 10 minutes and I think, oh, well, I only have to work for 10 minutes, I can do that. The next thing you know, you've been working longer than 10 minutes because you just needed to get going. And so it's a way to get you started if you're having difficulty being able to start. And the same is true as if you're having people who are distracting you. Those friends, those family members that, that call you, those group chats that you're a part of and your phone is going off all day. Put your phone on silent or put it on airplane mode so it's in do not disturb so you won't be getting 
all of those notifications all day while you're trying to get things done. And then when you have your time available to respond, you can turn those things off and respond. But again, you want to have a limited amount of time that you do that. You don't need to be staying up till three o'clock in the morning returning um, text messages or calls to people. So it is also important for you to think about, this goes back to the structure piece. How do I want to set up my day? I want to get up at a certain time and, and particularly we like to have a, a regular rising time and a regular time to uh, initiate sleep. So our body is able to function around that consistency and it's not feeling all disjointed because me not having enough energy is also a distractor. Me having too much energy can be a distractor as well, right? So we wanna have balance. I'm getting restful sleep, I'm getting restorative sleep, which means I have to have a cutoff time. And I do encourage people to cut those phones off. So put those phones on do not disturb overnight. And I know some of you um, are in families where it may be important for people to reach you, uh, but I guarantee you that in the few minutes that it will um, uh, take for you to um, respond to that message, uh, it will take you even longer to typically be able to orient yourself and get what a person needs. So if you're fresh in the morning, you're much more likely to be able to attend to that. And oftentimes there aren't things that we can do at two or three o'clock in the morning. So even if they did call us, we wouldn't necessarily be able to assist them. So thinking about those kind of things and setting people up to know that so they will govern themselves accordingly can be really helpful. Um, I like to set uh, limits around my thinking time as well. So if I find that, you know, that thinking long, thinking wrong is something that happens for me because I'm overthinking, then I will also carve out thinking time. So you have that's their timer again. You set this amount of time to think about something. When that time ends, you switch, you do something else. And I also like the stop method. So which that is just envisioning a red stop sign and saying stop out loud, particularly if you're by yourself. Now, if you're around people, you may not necessarily want to do that to draw attention to yourself. But all you're really doing is just breaking up the automaticity of those thoughts. And otherwise, like those thoughts will keep going. They're on autopilot. So if I do something like stop, uh, that just allows me to be able to refocus and shift, right? And so we wanna make sure that we're doing some shifts during the day because part of the other reason why we get distracted is because it's hard for us to get back on task when we get off task. And so we wanna do things that are going to allow us to switch gears and be able to get back um, to doing things that are actually on our to-do list. I like to also have um, reminders so that I am able to complete something and let it go. Um, sometimes when we have perfectionism, it is hard for us to stop working on something because it's not all the way the way we want it. So I like to have accountability partners or a deadline to where I have to release something. I have to turn it in, post it, whatever it is, because otherwise I'll sit and I'll scrutinize it and then it won't get done. And I know some of you are perfectionists around products that you create, um, around your brand or around your post, and then you end up finding like I'm not really um, putting out as much product as I want because I'm being such a perfectionist over it. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with having a good quality project project or product, but we want to make sure that we're not, again, overthinking and making it have to be perfect, which we cannot make something perfect, which can interfere with our ability to be productive. And I think it's also really important um, for us that when we are and I do encourage people not to multitask because we don't do a great job at it. But there are some things that 
may require a lapse for you to complete them. You're waiting on a response for someone, you're putting the clothes in the dryer, um, and so it takes time for things to be done. So if you're going to pick a task, and this is why it's important for us to have um, clear estimates about how long it takes us to do something, I pick something that I can complete that I can stop. Because sometimes what happens is we'll start something and then it's not anything that we really can easily stop. And so then I'll try to finish this and then I'll forget about um, those clothes that were in the dryer. I forget that I need to follow up on that email or return that phone call. And then this is where your to-do list comes in handy because you can remind yourself or set timers and reminders to be able to come back to something. I'd like to start... Um, each day with some type of affirmation as well because a lot of times we think that our worth is tied to our work and so if we're not productive then we don't feel like we're of value um, and so it's important for you to be able to separate out your identity from the things that you do and so affirmations can really help with that now there is a time where we may just need some professional help you may need a coach you may need a licensed psychologist um, you may need medication. Sometimes we're distracted because we have an attention deficit. And so it would be helpful for us to be able to get on stimulant medication, do yoga, have therapy, um, utilize bullet journals so we can stay on track, a combination of things, podcasts, um, books. So these things can be really helpful together. And I do encourage people that when you are trying to be delivered from distraction, which is actually a name of a great book to help manage ADHD, for example, that you are focusing on information and materials that come from a professional and that you can ensure are accurate and that they're, they're not going to be something that is going to either overwhelm you or be unrealistic for you to complete, or you're going to let it fall by the wayside, right? Which is another reason um, that we can end up getting distract distracted is because we start focusing on all of these other things and then we forget like, oh yeah, what was it I was supposed to be working on? Oh yeah, not focusing on so many things at a time, right? So regardless of which of these techniques you use, I think it's just very important for you to understand what your distractors are so that you can target your approach to address those distractors. Realize that everyone's a little different. So what works for you may not work for someone else and vice versa. And we don't want to engage in the comparison behavior. We want to instead find things that are helpful to us. So I encourage you to work on your distraction in this season and be well.